Hey universe, it's uh, 9.32 here on the 26th of December, and well, what that means is that I'm going for recording number three. Oh, and I've got Let's Go Crazy by Prince and the Revolution's Purple Rain album queued up in my music player, so let's not accidentally hit that. Or should I? No, copyright infringement and shit. Can't even do it. But, the the very nature of this recording is gratuitous itself, because this is the 43rd recording of, I could be wrong, a module I started on December 2nd. So here we are on December 26th, and when this recording posts, I'll be 10 recordings away from finishing this, the fifth chapter of It's All My Fault. And that'll mean 265 total episodes in the one year's time, which matters to me. That's, an, that's a big accomplishment for me. And one that I thought here, still 11 episodes away from actually achieving that accomplishment. I should at least give myself the, wow, you're really close to something not even you thought you could do. So let's enjoy the final ride. Or some other. Mm. Who's that guy on Saturday Night Live? I'm, gosh darn it, people like me. It was done by one of my least favorite comedians of all time, Al Franken. Although, ironically, one of my favorite senators of all time. And yes, I use the word ironically correctly there. I'm getting back on the correct ironically train. Ironically. Okay, maybe that wasn't correct. Borderline. But, um... Uh, Stuart Smalley. God, I think that's right. I haven't seen Stuart Smalley on the TV since the TV had four channels and a goddamn metal antenna. But he's still a part of my life, so what are you going to do, right? But this, so, so yeah, is this gratuitous? Fuck yeah, it is. Three recordings in one day. Like, I have that much interesting shit to say. I don't. And <sighs> so how can I justify this recording when I said that I wouldn't compromise the quality of my content? Just to get to 53? Well, I said that. Didn't mean I was going to necessarily follow through on that. So instead, I'm going to read you some poetry from my ninth grade crush on Miss Allison Pfeiffer. Dear Allison, the way your hair blows across your face during study hall Turns me on. Can I put it in you? Love, John. Alright, that was the first one. The second one is, Dear Allison, You never answered yesterday, and I still want to know, can I put it in you? Love, John. Do you want... Okay, I won't continue these. These are kind of personal. But... Okay, I better go look at my list. Maybe I better find something worth talking about. 
Okay, well, my list is somewhere. I mean, there's the bedroom list right there. I can always go to that one. But I'm always saying how I'm having such a good day. And you know what? Today wasn't all that great of a day. So why not just explain that sometimes days fucking suck. And I wouldn't go so far as to put this in the F and S column. But when I put it in the... Uh, what, day, what column would you put this day in, Feed? Hmm, let's see if we can figure that out. It started with uh, not waking up when my mom texted me that she was on her way over to drop off the wallet that I left in her car. Um, So instead, I get the call that she's five minutes away, at which point she asks, are you awake? And I'm saying, yeah, 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 of course I'm awake, as I'm rolling over to look to see what time it is. And uh, she's going to be here in five minutes, right? Which is fine. Shit, I can be ready in four minutes. Two and a half if I have to. But I can't feign that I just goddamn still have uh, drool dried on my chin and face creases on my pillow face. But whatever. My mom doesn't really care. But uh, when she drops off my wallet, she's like, how's the cleanup going? And... Uh, I lie to her and say, oh yeah, yeah, I got everything in the basement dried out and, uh, and, uh, working on the kitchen. And I had at this point looked into the basement and the basement has dried out considerably, though it's not all dry. Although not right now, the basement cement floor is dry. I've gotten that far and it's 940 at night. So this is 29 hours later and the water under the sink to the kitchen is still shut off because I'm pretty sure it's going to require new piping under there. I'm pretty sure I blew apart the main line pipe in. Uh, maybe I can do some sort of a, uh, a new fitted upgrade to uh, make that all work under there. But whatever, it's going to be some goddamn work, that's for sure. And I've pulled everything out from under the, the kitchen sink, but half that shit's ruined. So... <coughs> I have dishes stacked on every countertop. I have dishes in the goddamn bathtub because it's the only source of hot water I have right now. Um, but the toilet's still flushing. I can still brush my teeth in the bathroom sink and I can still take a hot shower. And I can still do laundry. All of that in sort of awkward, I'm going to go down to the river and do some fucking dishes way. But I'm still getting shit done, right? Hang on, i got to blow my nose. And the other thing is, it's been really nice the last two days. Like, today I think it got up to 55 or something. I mean, it was really nice. And yesterday was just as nice. But because of that, all of the evaporation of of flood water in the house, now that it's down to about 30 degrees, is causing the house to be freezing. Like somebody added extra cold air to the air density just to make it super frigid out there. So I've essentially stopped working on anything related to any of the house's cleanup recovery. And I'd say I'm about, if this were a 10-stage project, we just entered stage three. So there's a shit ton ton of stuff to still do. So that sucks, right? But then, to cheer myself up, of course, this always works, so why not? I made myself some chocolate chip cookies. But I was going to make a big batch because I wanted to take some to work and to my parents. 
No, y'all, pause. Hey, kitty. Oh, my God, kitty, I didn't even know you were there. Sorry. Um, you've been doing that a lot lately, cat. Uh, oh, my feet are freezing. Uh, okay. Let me see if I can finish this point before I go back to my freezing point. Okay, I was talking about cookies. So let's do the freezing feet point first. You know what is one thing that I never, ever thought was cute or enjoyed in any way, or frankly, even to this day, think I could enjoy in some way in the future, was when one of my ex-girlfriends would get into bed with her freezing cold feet and warm them up against my warm body, especially my warm feet or, or goddamn legs. You know what? Just because I have good circulation and can control the fact that my feet aren't freezing all the goddamn time, doesn't mean that you get to use me as a heater. Of course, I should shut my mouth because every time I, as a man, wanted to use her as a heater, what was she going to say? Mm, your dick's too cold. So I guess I should shut my mouth. But <clears throat> I'll tell all the girls out there that think that's cute, it's not cute. Uh, just like guys demanding sex isn't cute. Not just like, that's not even comparable. That's so not just like, that's, that's, that's not even in the same fucking game. I mean, maybe one game leads to another, like a game of miniature golf might lead to a game of three par, but you know, still shouldn't have even used miniature golf and three par. That's too close. Should have used miniature golf and <sighs> bowling. Yeah. Bowling. You know, bowling is sort of dorky, but so much fun. I love to bowl. Bowling is fun. All right. On to something of meaning. Let's see what's on that list. Okay. I'll tell you what. Let's let's just knock a chapter out of this book that I keep writing down as something important, which is Liars Peppering in the Truth. Uh, okay. Let's, let's start with uh, chapter one. When, if ever, is this okay? To uh, extend some truth and some lies simultaneously and knowingly to an audience who might be, not be sophisticated enough to pick that up. When, if ever, is this okay? Now, this is done all the time, including on your nightly news broadcast this evening, later tonight, tomorrow morning, and tomorrow afternoon. So, it's not like this isn't practiced regularly. But when is it okay? Pause. When is it okay for the media to show us footage of law enforcement storming into St. Rosa Lima Elementary School and then tell us that's law enforcement storming into Sandy Hook Elementary School? When is that okay? Well, in my opinion, never. In fact, when I found out they were doing that kind of shit, I thought, wait, they're doing what? All of the CNN, maybe. Yeah, they're fucking jokers. But you're saying that's happening at MSNBC and, and the McNeil Lara report. Are you sure? Oh, fuck, I guess it is. Okay. So, when is it okay? When you are controlling the message, 
you are crafting the message and you know that the truth of the message doesn't do enough to control and craft the message. So you must mix in some massaging of the message to make sure that the message that you want both crafted and controlled is the message being received. I guess it's okay when you're in that position and that all needs to happen. Like when Sandy Hook goes down and it's a big fucking mess. Okay. So it's okay to pepper in lies with the truth if you're controlling and crafting a message for social engineering and domination. So, uh, you know, Dr. Evil shit, right? Or just evening news producer at CBS shit. Um, okay, but whoa, 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 hypocrisy. Dost thou name not ring with John? Oh, your name is Don? Then it does ring with John. Hey, so hypocrisy, Don. Um, I used to pepper in fucking truths and lies. You know why? Because I didn't want to get caught. Because the absolute best lie is the one that you surround with truth. Because the best liar doesn't just get away with lying. They get away with making their nemesis doubt themselves. Think maybe it is all in their head. Start to wonder if maybe they're the crazy one. <laughs> now, is that sociopathology? Maybe. I can tell you that it's not your humanitarian side coming out in gregarious nature. No, no, no. No. No, it's a little worse than that. Pause. It's even worse than doing dishes in your bathtub. I mean, if you have to do dishes in your bathtub, do you wait until you take a shower and then you do a bunch of dishes while you're showering? Because that's weird. You ever do dishes standing up naked in your shower? I mean, I know about half of you have, so you fucking don't lie to me. But it it is like, uh, I don't know. It's like the kind of thing that you're only doing because, holy shit, I'm hosting Thanksgiving tomorrow and it's Wednesday and I don't even have a goddamn turkey yet. So you're in your shower doing fucking dishes in the nude with your scrubby and your squeeze can or squeeze bottle of Dawn dish soap, right? Well, at least I will be. So fuck y'all if you haven't done that. I mean, you're just a bunch of liars anyway. Hold on. So like peppering in the truth. Well, yeah. I mean, I've done some some coffee mugs in the lot or in the bathtub, you know, because I was on my way in there in the morning to take a shower, and I'm like, oh, I'm almost done with my coffee. I'll just step in the bathtub and rinse this sucker out, and pretty soon I'm like, hey, there's soap, there's a scrubby, look at this, I'll clean my coffee cup while I'm in here. So I guess, yeah, if that counts, uh, yeah, I've done a dish in the bathtub. Liar. Why don't you tell us about the other dishes? Like the goddamn Dutch oven you had to go in there and clean out. Hmm? What about that one? Okay, so there's trick number two, right? It's lying by exclusion. And what you do is you sort of tell the truth to as far as it doesn't contradict or in some way harm or compromise your point of view. 
you admit to having done dishes in your bathtub, but strictly in one circumstance where it would obviously be logical and any smart person with a brain would do the same. This is just how life goes for us motivated overachievers. We're washing our coffee cups in our bathtubs while we're masturbating. Uh, note to self, I think 2023 might be a year in which we have to break our cycle of no sex. Uh, there's a lot of double entendre talk in December on this sucker, and we just spilled it over the worst right there. So, uh, quit thinking that you've uh, passed the, or jumped the shark, or turned the corner, or fallen off the cliff, whatever it is when your libido goes from 25-7 to... 25 minutes a week? Well, those 25 minutes a week have turned into more like 25 hours. So, if we want to get laid in May, we want to start working out in February. Ugh, damn it. I don't want to work out, but I do want to get laid, I think. So, I think I'm forming my 2023 New Year's resolution into time to get a six-pack of abs. I've had one once, and it was my second year of college when I was really exercising hard. And uh, and I had it for like nine months. So, I didn't even have it a full year. Um, because pot's always been more important than fucking six-pack of abs. But... I also know that at 53, I'm starting to run out of time to just decide, hey, this is the year I'm going to have a six-pack of abs. For instance, my 83-year-old father decides that. I don't think that's a decision he can stand up to. He may want to decide that, but his body may say, decision overruled. I believe my body might be at a point where it could say decision overruled, but I honestly don't believe that because I see how much a little bit of exercise affects his still affects me for the positive, and I think to myself, okay, this may be the last year that I can actually say that about myself, so if I'm going to do something for myself and put myself in the best shape I've been in since I was 30, well, this is the year to do it. And that'll mean I can be late in May. Probably, probably. Um, okay. I'm fine with that. So, and that should stop the uh, random masturbation horniness conversations. Uh, I'm, I'm straight up apologizing for all that crap. That's just some carnal clutter cluttering my mind, and it needs to clear out. So, between now and May, you may hear more than you want to. But, well, come May, you're going to hear a lot more than you want to. Uh, pause. And I didn't mean I would record myself having sex or something gross. I meant that when I finally get laid, do you know what I'm going to want to talk about for a month and a half? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you know, when you talk about gratuitous wandering, this is exactly what I mean. Pause. Should we get back to lies by omission? Or, or we do this first? All right. <coughs> All right, lies by omission. Lies by omission. Our truths... Just not full truths. And, you know, come on, baby. I was downtown, but I wasn't downtown drinking. I was downtown for work. So, that parking receipt you see stamped at 555, 
means I left the office at 5.30 to meet at the conference room at 6. And since it's a three-hour parking slot, you know I left at 9, and I was home at 9.30. So what's suspicious about that? Pause. Yeah, well, what's suspicious about that will be in a month when you see on the same date that there's a charge to Metro Taxi for 11 bucks. Because, yeah, I may have parked on that corner parking lot so that I could dive into that bar real quick and grab the two-for-one shots before hopping in a cab with my current uh, paramour from work. I mean, a lot of lies are because people just give you a little bit of the truth. And if you see that stuff happening, well, I mean, that's kind of human behavior. But it's also deceptive behavior. And if it's a pattern, it's a problem. And the last one I'm going to talk about is the cohort. The liar's team. The, all right, Debbie. We cannot tell my wife that we were at the Blue Light Club. She doesn't mind if we were downtown, but there is no way she can know that I saw Janice. And for fuck's sake, if she knows we were at the Blue Light Club, I'll be divorced by this weekend. So you have to keep your mouth shut about this. Well, I don't know what kind of consistency uh, the team lying might be discovered around you, but... When somebody comes clean and then spills a whole bunch of lies that are teamed up, again, this is pattern behavior that should get you to turn and run the fuck away. If you are seeing somebody weaving the truth in with lies, telling you half-truths instead of whole-truths, and getting cohorts to help support stories that are somewhat true but mostly false, well, you're running into people pulling tricks that I pulled. And in all those situations, what was I doing? I was showing complete disregard for the other person and their stance in this world and reality as it's theirs to grab. I was controlling the narrative. I was crafting the storyline. And I was massaging all details in my favor to make sure that what you thought was happening was the only thing I wanted you to think was happening, not what was probably actually happening. So does that make me a sadistic fuck? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. I mean, it fucking does. How else can you say it? And knowing that sucks. Because, as I've said, every single ex-girlfriend I ever had deserved better. They deserve somebody who didn't lie to them as much as I did. They deserve somebody who didn't cheat on them as much as I did. And they deserve somebody who didn't give them the kind of false hope that I did. So, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. And in case that wasn't clear, I'm a piece of shit. But I spent a good 10 years now reflecting upon just how much of that piece of shit person I'm willing to let persist into the rest of my life. And with some assistance from the universe, a little unexpected tutoring from a delusional schizophrenic and a whole lot of self-introspection and analysis to come to grips with who the fuck I really am. Well, I'll admit this much. 
I looked shaky as hell in the second and third quarter. But once the fourth quarter clock ticked, there's been nothing but productive and innovative play design as well as execution on the field. I do not have time to dick around with fixing that which is broken from the past. What I do have time is to dick around fixing that which is broken in the now. And I'm not broken. The world is. So, fixing that will take a whole lot of straightforward and conscientious conversation from the heart. No lies, no deception, no innuendo, no misdirection, no crafting, none of it. Just heart-to-heart, clean-felt, humanity talking to humanity in a way that matters. And I've, uh, I've committed to the long form of conversation, obviously, since this is now about a 135-hour conversation with myself. And if that's not long form, well then, I don't know what long form is. But next year, as I start to get a little bit more mm, cross-conversational with my pursuit of what the fuck's going wrong around here, well, the long form is still my form of choice. But dynamic conversation is an energy, much like emotional energy, unique in the universe. As two minds start to connect and feel the charge of the exchange of ideas, thoughts, and, and imagery that is spawned by great dynamic conversation, well, that's throwing the best you can into the universe because that's throwing the best of yourself at somebody who's throwing the best of themselves at you. And together, that energy floats up, crescendoing into the best of what humanity has to offer. And that is some level of cooperation, of allowing what you know to help somebody else know something about themselves that then reflects to you knowing something more about yourself. And as that exchange deepens the wisdom between the two of you, well, that's when two true collaboration can occur. And that collaboration isn't limited to two. There are zones of collaboration in this galaxy that are solar systems wide. People doing things on amazing levels of cooperation. None of which is happening on Earth. Well, not none of which, but the scraping of minute tapping of that resource compared to the wealth of it available to be used. Let's just say very little of it is in action. And the best part is, this isn't onerous, oh God, I have to work out so I can get laid in May, kind of fucking work. It's not. It is de-stressing, simplifying, and turning toward that which you are here to actually accomplish. It is walking into your own better destiny. To simply stop running the treadmill of isolation, of ascension, and one-upsmanship, 
that you're currently playing. How am I going to convince you of all this in 2023? Well, one person at a time. One person at a time.